Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast known as OK Talk. My name is Clinton, and right here at the top, a little cold open for you. I want to tell you all that I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I stuck my head in the sand during the global oppression event known as COVIDity. It wasn't you, it was me. I also want to share one message, and that is a realization that came to me like the light of dawn that shined into Scrooge's bedchamber after he was visited by the ghost of the future and saw his grave and realize his mortality. And that is that the time we are given is finite and that the only charge that we have and the only thing we'll be judged on is what we did with it. And it may seem simple to some and it is simple, but it was something that I forgot. And I hope I didn't drive away every last person that loved me while I sat on the sidelines and pouted while unseen forces kept me from the places I wanted to go and be with the people that I wanted to be with. I apologize for that, but just like Scrooge, I realized I had a second chance. So now I'm going to go buy the biggest turkey in that window. Will you be my tiny Tim? In all seriousness, tell the people that you love that you love them. They need to hear it from you. Now. To the events of the evening. How was that? That was, that was pretty good, wasn't it? Oh, oh. <laughs> crap. I forgot one more thing. Uh, Monday, um, Memorial Day 2021, we're going to release the full-length 4K in-your-face hit thrust of a trailer for the Devil's Creek. Surprise! That's my offering to the gods for sitting on the sidelines and pouting and the stuff. Or maybe that's my turkey. What do you think, Tiny Tim? Speaking of Tiny Tim, Tim Renner, get better. Can I ask you a question? What are your thoughts on Bigfoot? They mean to say he's real, so I'm with my own two eyes. This podcast is dedicated to two of my favorite people. One of them, Lord Alistair, the king in the north. You remind me so much of me in so many different ways. And that quick wit and that sharp humor will take you far. Just look at me. But I will tell you, it wouldn't hurt to tell your mom you loved her every now and again. Mom, I love you. And secondly, to the lovely lady Carrie Ann, thank you so much for everything. And though one chapter may be ending, the next act is about to begin. And we decide the roles we play and the story to follow. So I want to tell you a story real quick. This dream that I had. So. It was as if I opened my eyes. Sort of coming to. 
And imagine yourself like you're playing a video game, a first person style video game, right? And here's what I remember about the dream. I opened my eyes and I blink a couple of times because it's bright. It feels like I'm outside, but not really. And as I start to look around, I realize that I'm standing in a train station. It's kind of like one of the train stations over there in London. And those of you who are fans of the Harry Potter, you'll get this, like the Harry Potter and Dumbledore meeting, you know. And I'm sort of getting my bearings on where I am. You know, I look down and I can see my hands. I can see my feet. I'm dressed pretty badass, by the way. You know, jeans and some kick-ass ankle boots. And I feel a presence and I notice that I'm standing next to a lady. The most beautiful one I've ever seen in my life. The kindest eyes. And she's looking at me with a smile on her face and we're holding hands. But she also kind of looks like she's a little bit surprised at where she is. And I realize at the same moment that there's someone else with us. It's like... There's, there's a kid there, and when I say kid, I don't mean like a little kid, but not a teenager. Like, it's just a younger person, younger than either one of us, that is there with us. And the reason that I realize his presence is he's sort of freaking out. I can feel his anxiety coming off of him. And she and I both turn around and we see him like we're looking at him. And he has a look of confusion on his face, but we both embrace him. Sort of the reassurance that it's going to be okay. And I noticed that we're in a long line. And I'm assuming we're in a long line to get on a train. And I can see the steam and I hear the bustle of people. And there's a breeze. It's super pleasant. The weather is, whatever the weather is that's perfect, this was it. And so she and I sort of simultaneously embrace him. And you know when you hug someone that you love that's upset and you can feel them sort of relax under the weight of your hug? That's what I feel. It's almost like the three of us are holding each other. And he starts to calm down and his breathing slows. And he looks at her and he takes her arm. I see him grab her arm 
But at that moment, I feel his fingers wrap around my own. Right? Like, I'm there, but I'm also sort of having sensory experiences of what her physical form would be feeling. And all of a sudden, it's sort of like I'm just one step back from them and I'm watching them. You know how dreams will do this. It's a very, very, very bizarre connection with the cosmos, the dreams, but... And she's looking in his face and and she has a smile, but she also has a look of concern like, I want you to be okay. And he looks her in the face and he says, you know, we're dead, right? And then all of a sudden, the loudest train whistle that you've ever heard blows. And it's as if another train had come into the station fast as could be and again steam pouring out of it so much steam in fact that as we're standing there on this platform and like I said there was a long line of people like as far as the eye could see a line of people and that steam sort of filled the area and I'm looking further down the tracks like through the line of people and all of a sudden it's as if they're I can still see their forms but they're intermingled with the steam and I feel A hand grasp mine and I look down and I see that she's grabbed a hold of my hand and she squeezes it really tight and I look at her as the steam is swirling all around us and all of a sudden I realize he's no longer there But it does feel like there are other people behind us. Again, I say a line. It just really seems like we're all sort of standing there. And sort of in slow motion, right? It's like I look down, see that we're holding hands, and I I follow her arm back up. And she has these tattoos on her arm. And... They're beautiful, but they're elementary in nature. They're, they look like if, if a child took a tattoo gun and wanted to draw on your arm. That's sort of what they look like. They're, they're like kids' drawings tattooed on her arm. And she's elegant, again. Features that would break your heart in two. And as my eyes slowly raise to meet hers, there's another whistle. She squeezes my hand really tight. And she smiles at me and I feel calm. 
And she says, we made it. And I'm shaking my head, yes, in agreement with her. I feel the same thing, like, yes, we've made it. And I can hear myself say, and now the next adventure begins. And then all of a sudden, I'm spun out of my body, like ripped up into the heavens. As if that scene is being, like I'm being pulled away from that scene quickly, not alarmingly. It's just all of a sudden I'm floating. and I feel freedom and nothing hurts there's no pain it's pure euphoria and somewhere above me there is a radiant light but it's not like the sun would shine down upon you if you were in an airplane and you flew high into the sky it's not like that it's just that there's this presence of light above me And I'm happy. Now this is where it gets weird. So, you know how dreams sometimes it's like scenes, right? It's like, I remember that part of the dream. I remember this part of the dream. But really like the connectivity, you don't necessarily notice. Well, so all of a sudden then, Again, it's almost as if like I'm opening my eyes, like I'm coming to. And I come to and I realize I'm in the, like I'm in an arena and there's, it's packed and there's an electricity and an excitement and I can hear sort of a dim music playing over and I'm looking around. I realize I'm at Madison Square Garden. New York City and the lights in-house are on and I'm also standing directly behind the stage and of course I'm, I'm in a fish concert and I feel a hand grab me and I look down and I see that someone is holding hands with me and I look up And I see myself. And what I've realized is that now, whereas before when she grabbed my hand, I saw her. What I realize now is the hand I'm holding is my own. And as I'm looking down at that hand, I raise my eyes and I see those same elegant arms and the same ink on my arm. So obviously I'm realizing that it's almost as if I've been put in her shoes and I'm looking at myself with this childlike wonder and awe 
and appreciation and love and respect for myself if that makes sense and all of this happens in one moment you know and all of a sudden the lights in the building go down and this eruption of cheer Ex again excitement and electricity and I can feel it coming up through my feet and I'm realizing that I have no idea what to expect but that I am so excited and I'm looking at myself again and I see that I'm smiling from ear to ear and I'm looking at me right like nodding my head like yeah 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 here we go and then there's a clap like thunder and all of a sudden I see various scenes happening really fast being on a subway being in front of the tree in New York City during Christmas time and there's people skating and holding each other and there's a dog that's big and beautiful and Harry and I see friends and I can taste food and I experience all of these things And then all of a sudden, I'm just breathing and breathing and I open my eyes. And I'm in my bed and it's this morning. It's still dark outside. I can hear a bird or two though. And it's completely quiet and peaceful. And I'm comfortable where I am. But it immediately dawns on me that I'm alone, right? That I'm in my house and I'm alone. And it was this morning. And I sit up in bed and I sort of rub my eyes and I pat around on the bed and find my phone because of the darkness outside. I don't know what time it is, right? And all I can tell you is that like for the last Well, for the entirety of 2020, from like a couple of days into January, like maybe January 2nd, 2020, all the way up until a couple of days ago, that me waking up in that bed had happened so many times. And so many times I realized I was alone. And what I did was I rolled over and tried to go back to sleep. And I wanted to forget or make it go away that I was alone, sort of. But not this morning. And I walk into my shower and I close the glass door behind me. And I got the water, you know, as hot as it can be. And I put my head down and I obviously look at my eyes closed. I'm waking up underneath this 
cascading hot water. And when I opened my eyes to raise my head, to wash my face, to pull my hair back out of my eyes, that first moment when I opened my eyes, my bathroom is completely filled with steam. And it dawns on me then, I start to remember, I start to think to myself, wait a minute, did all that that I just dreamed, did all that really happen? And for like the briefest of moments, again, I'm in Madison Square Garden. I'm not directly behind the stage, I'm actually up and to the right sort of stage left and I'm looking down and I see all these colors that are dots green red yellow and blue all these dots and they're moving they're almost moving in formation and then I hear in my head the following but this time when he hit me in the head I went into like this strange dreamscape in my head where my whole being, I started to feel like I was no longer in a disco or even in my own life. I was in my own movie, like a movie of my life. But strangely, it wasn't my life. I was actually in the life of Carrie like I was Carrie, but like in my body, but with her spirit in me. And I'm like standing up on this stage at a high school gym. First I was a disco, now I'm in a high school gym. And I'm remembering what my mother had told me. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> it's horrible, horrible. I thought this is very strange that I ended up in this weird Carrie movie. And then I looked up above and I saw this bucket of blood, pig blood hanging over my head. Right then the pig blood fell and it came down and it hit me on the head. I screamed. And then I was laying on the ground in a pile of pig blood. to a death investigation in Texas where authorities are at odds over whether a 28-year-old man died in an attack from a mountain lion. Local sheriff's deputies say they found Christopher Whiteley's body in a wooded area of Hood County about 50 miles southwest of Fort Worth on Thursday. If it was in fact a mountain lion attack, that would be rare. Officials in Texas have not reported a case of the animals killing anyone in state history. This is one of those stories that I've gotten so good at telling. I don't even really know how to tell it anymore. I'll give you a little bit of background and uh, it's gonna come in two parts. Here's how this went. Uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving 2020, <clears throat> two of my best friends of whom I've made many mention of um, were at a dinner party with myself and a couple other of our old time 
friends. My good friend, the lovely Lady Becca, looked at me across the dinner table. Hey, Clint, did you hear about the guy they said they think was killed by a mountain lion? I'm sure some of you could probably guess what I said. What do you mean they think he was killed by a mountain lion? And thus began the rabbit hole. Q News reports. We're about 85 miles outside of Dallas here in Granbury, Texas, and the body of that 28-year-old man, uh, man found just on the outskirts of town here. The entire investigation is still under wraps, but we can tell you that now the sheriff's office and the Parks and Wildlife Departments are at odds over what really happened here and whether or not they can label his death a predatory attack. This is in a very heavily wooded area with lots of underbrush and everything. It was a very gruesome scene where there's a lot of blood. It was tough for the guys to find it. Deputies discovering the body of Christopher Allen Whiteley last week in Hood County, Texas, almost 100 miles southwest of Dallas. On Thursday afternoon, the family reported his disappearance, and just after nightfall, he was found. He was standing up when he was attacked. He was found laying down in some brush. Hood County Sheriff Roger Deed says he has no doubt the 28-year-old was mauled. His neck was ripped out, basically, so it was consistent with a wild animal. But on Sunday, in an official statement, the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department disagreeing with those findings, saying, quote, none of the evidence reviewed by Texas Parks and Wildlife Department indicates an attack by a mountain lion or other wild animal. A United States Department of Agriculture Wildlife Services biologist also evaluated the evidence and came to the same conclusion as our staff. That's their opinion. I guess everybody's got one, and I've got to go off of facts, but... Uh, the facts that I have are, it shows a, uh, it wasn't done by a knife, a gun, or anything like that. I believe it to be a large cat. The Parks and Wildlife Statement went on to note the rarity of these attacks. In the past 100 years, there have been fewer than 30 confirmed deaths nationwide due to mountain lion attacks. None of them have happened in Texas. Now, fast forward a few weeks, and while texting, um, Becca told me um, that their oldest daughter, super casually, like she said, you know, she was going and feeding the chickens with our, with their youngest. And she said that their youngest, Betsy, was standing, looking into the woods, waving into the darkness and saying, hi. And that it freaked their 13-year-old out enough that she dropped the basket of what have you in the chicken coop and scooped Betsy up and ran back to the house. And it was very, ha, 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 A couple of days later, the good doctor had alerted me to what I could only say was some strange activity. The following conversation... I bring forth to the you. Give me a couple of days then. And I'll tell you what happened next. But, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast jury, it is my pleasure to present to you 
curious case of Cooper Hollow. So we need to have the following conversation because you are directly impacted by it. Being that you were in the wilds of La Pond, France, <laughs> um, if you'll recall, uh, the whether that was a Friday or Saturday, I think it was Saturday. Anyway, the uh, the dinner that we had at our mutual friend's place, mm-hmm. and we were sitting around the dining table, and you and the woman with whom you domesticate and have yes. may have produced children uh, are talking about how did you hear about the guy here in La Pond mm-hmm. who was killed by the mountain lion? Right. You recall this, yes? Yes. Have you and I discussed that any further? I don't know. They're saying that it was possibly not to mountain lion. Okay, no, no, no. So we haven't talked about this. Okay. So that was, I can't remember if that was a Friday or a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So Sunday, right? So it's like this guy was reported missing. They find him near a creek. What now I have discovered is at the time, the uh-huh. sheriff said, we discovered his body at the creek, and it was a gruesome, quote-unquote, gruesome crime scene, okay? Uh-huh. They immediately transport the remains to Tarrant County. Really? They immediately quarter off the area because the one thing that Becca said was yeah they're saying to keep your kids and your pets inside because it was a mountain lion yeah but the way that you guys said it was you're she was like they think it was a mountain lion and my thought then if you'll remember was what do you mean they thought it was a mountain lion like <laughs> I mean it's Lapan. the amount of animals that it could have yeah. been are pretty low what do you mean they mean it was a mountain lion? And then it was like, yeah, hide your kids, hide your wife. So I immediately, when you were telling me that, Mm -hmm. was like, that's bizarre that they would say they believe it was a mountain lion because we are in the day and age when you can figure that shit out pretty quick. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's a theme, there's a body, we can figure pigs. out. What that was my first thought. I was like, if it weren't a mountain lion, it was pigs. Okay. But so what I also found out was there were, quote, unquote, puncture wounds to the neck. Yeah. So the weird thing is, um, it would have been that, like, that Monday or Tuesday, I told you my pops was up, and we were cutting wood. Mm-hmm. And while we were talking, I said something to him about did you hear about the mountain lion thing out west and he said no and so when we stopped for a minute i pulled my phone out and i was googling it to like pull up the official story so i could read it to my dad you know Mm -hmm. and the first thing i see is experts disagree with apparent mountain lion attack Uh And I'm looking at this thing, and it's saying that they took the remains to Tarrant County. They're like, we believe it's a mountain lion attack. You need to keep your hide wife, hide your kids, 
don't come near the area. Yeah. That's it. Well, so Texas Department of Wildlife gets involved, and literally it says, game warden, tracking experts, and others all concurred and disagreed that a predatory animal attack occurred at all. Are you there, Clint? Yeah. Dude, hold on. I just Whoa. peed on my phone. Hold on. I dropped it while I was peeing and peed on it. Let me wipe it. <laughs> now I got pee here, so hold on. This is the most unfortunate of things I could imagine. Sorry. Go on. All right. Part two. Part two. Yep. Sorry. So it says in this article, Hood County Sheriff's Office said it is awaiting the final autopsy report into the death of the 28-year-old Christopher Allen Whitley, found mm-hmm. dead in a wooded area near a creek in a rural area of Texas, and preliminary findings from, and get this, the Tarrant County Medical Examiner indicated that he, quote, died from a wild animal attack, possibly a mountain lion. Uh Okay? Yep. By Sunday, however, the sheriff's office had received a statement from the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department, which said that experts had inspected the scene and found no evidence of a, quote, predatory attack by a mountain lion or other animal at the location where the victim was found, unquote. Yeah. Quote, it appears we have two conflicting reports from the two agencies that are experts in their field, unquote, the Hood County Sheriff's Office said in a statement posted on its Facebook page Sunday. The Sheriff's Office added that it will await the final autopsy report but we'll be going by the office's initial findings, which ruled out suicide and homicide in the cause mm-hmm. of death. The sheriff's office also noted that it will continue its investigation and will gather pictures and statements from the locals that have seen and captured on film images of mountain uh-huh. lions. Okay. It says, deputies from the sheriff's office began searching for Whitley on Thursday after receiving a missing person's call Around 3.30 p.m., authorities were told he was last seen the day before, according to the news release. Officials later found Whitley dead in a wooded area nearby, and his body was sent to the medical examiner's office for an autopsy. Per the Hood County Sheriff, the initial finding was that he died of a wild animal attack, possibly a mountain lion. The sheriff's office then got in touch with a trapper, from the U.S. Department of Agriculture, mm-hmm. who, quote, specializes in tracking and removing mountain lions. Yep. Before they urged residents in the area to, quote, be mindful of their surroundings and keep young children and animals inside at night. The safety of Hood County citizens are my priority one, but please don't interfere with the process of locating the animal and stay clear of the area being actively worked by officials. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the statement. That's two days after this happened, and you're saying, you know, hey, did you hear about the guy yeah. that got killed by the mountain lion? 
I'm Last week, it. media okay. outlets reported that a mountain lion has been caught on video surveillance in the Dallas suburb of Rowlett. Yeah. Okay, Days that. later, more than 100 miles away, a missing man was found dead in LaPan. The announcement struck a nerve with the machismo of North Texas who emerged on social media to say the scapegoat was the state's big cat population. Yet over the weekend... Texas Parks and Wildlife Department disputed the claim that cougars or any other wild animal killed the 28-year-old. Mm-hmm. Reports of mountain lion killings are very rare, and there's never been a confirmed fatal mountain lion attack. Although the case is still under investigation, the preliminary autopsy showed puncture wounds to the neck. Yeah. Consistent of a large cat, quote, said the justice of the peace for Hood County. Okay, but a report from the Texas Wildlife Department states that there were only 17 cougar-related fatalities across the United States and Canada over more than a 100-year span. The likelihood of a mountain lion turning to humans as a possible food source is pretty unlikely, but as for the question as to whether these accusations can cause vengeance killings, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So... You obviously know that there was a mountain lion killed in LaPan. Dude, I live on Cougar Road. The same fucking mountain lion was in Rowlett, in Princeton, and then he's in LaPan and killed a dude, and now we killed him, right? Except that every expert agency other than is saying, we don't have, we can't find any evidence. Dude, of, of an attack. The stupidest story I've ever heard in my whole life is that that cougar caught on camera in Rowlett is one that came to life. I mean, that is the Insane. fucking stupidest thing. Okay, listen to this, Clint. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. So, like two days ago, I'm walking out, I'm like, I'll be damned if that didn't look like a motherfucker in the, like, in the, I mean, like, you know, like, out off my front porch, there's wood, you know, it's trees, and then there's the woods. I was like, dude, that looks like a motherfucker, like, looking at us. And I start going. And, dude, it disappeared. And so I keep on going. I never saw him. And then I see this other dude, a butt, like, dude, the ghillie suits, Okay. You know what those are? You're saying you saw a ghillie suit, like somebody that looked like they were in a ghillie suit in the woods. Dude, so the dude that I saw disappeared. Like, I couldn't find him, but I see another one going. And, dude, I go after that. And, dude, I'm talking for about an hour. I chase these two dudes, and then there was a third and did it got to the point where I was like, listen, I was like, I'm not calling no one. I was like, but you need to, like, I need to know who you are and what you're doing, you know? And, dude, uh, I, my father-in-law, he, like, he came down, and I was like, I, I was like, we've got some poachers here. And I was like, they're in, like, legit gear. And so we walked through, He and, dude, He's like, 
dude, he said, well, you know, there's like he didn't believe me. Becca thought I was crazy or whatever, you know. And so okay. then I was just so like, you're telling me this is day one. Listen. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. When you say day one, you mean this is a couple of days ago? Three days ago. And I, dude, this is to, I, this will go up to tonight. So, no one believed me. Next day, dude, Fisher and the kids are running around, and Fisher's like, dude, he called Becca from his like our like his grandparents' house. It's like you need to come get us, and like uh, Stella had a friend over. So it was the three of them, like Stella, her friend, and Fisher. And they're like, dude, this bush took off running. And like he said, they were talking in deep voices, and it took off running, and we ran in. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, hold on just a second, because now I'm going to tell you something. Like, we haven't talked about this at all in, like, the entire time, the month. Mm-hmm. So – when you had the ear infection the other day, yeah. When I texted Becca, be like, "Hey, did he finally kill his phone or what's up?" Because I've been trying to get a hold of him and I hadn't heard from him. And she was like, "He's been down with an ear infection." Blah 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 blah. She was like, "Last night, your oldest went out to take care of the hens, and said vicious, and yep. she took Betsy with her." Yeah. And she said, Betsy was looking into – she texted me this, Willie. Yeah. She Uh said, Betsy was looking into the woods, the dark woods is how she put it, and kept waving her hand and saying hi. And it freaked your oldest daughter out so much that she ran inside. So that was when you were still – so that would have been like Friday week. Yeah. Hey, do you hear that, Clint? Do you hear that? Uh oh. <laughs> okay, but yeah. seriously, like, started off and I was all crazy. Like, they're like, oh, dads, you know, like, I think we've had people, I, I think I've had people out here for n- who knows how long. I'm not kidding you. Wait, so you think it was really a person? Dude, it is absolutely. I've got three of them. Okay, so... The wait, a minute, fir- that- wait a minute, wait a minute. So this is where the rubber meets the road, bro. Dude. Why? Why? And what? Could kill a man right next to a road next to a creek with puncture wounds to its neck, okay? What does that? And then when all kinds of experts come out and they're like, there's no evidence of shit here. Hey, that motherfucker is on our property. I'm not kidding you, Clint. Okay, so what I'm saying is, what makes you think that it's a person? You're saying... You thought you saw someone in a ghillie suit. Dude, Clint, I, cha- me, dude, I chased. You're telling me your son said the bush moved. So you know that 
funny fucking Dude. thing that we joke around about, and we have really our hash hash squats. Come mm-hmm. on down. Yeah. That shit in the woods, that's the way that it is described, man. Okay, but Clint, I, dude, listen. The, the the first day when I saw him, and I was like, they're looking at my house. And I went in. I couldn't find him. And I saw another dude taking off. It was clear. It was a person running in like that. Dude, when you, like when we hang up, you can like, uh, like Google like us. Uh, ghost blinds. Dude, these, dude, it is the, it's an invisibility cloak. In the ghillie suit. William, I'm saying, what the fuck are you even saying, though? These are some fucking militant survivalists. The top of the line. You cannot find these dudes. I'm telling you, Clint. And no one believed me. The next day, Dude, Fisher's, like, called back and said, dude, we saw, like, we heard him talking, and they left. And my homeboy Chino, you know, that's still out here with a broken leg? Right. I picked him up this morning at 8 o'clock, and the dogs, he had Rosie and uh, Happy, those two, you know, like, bird dogs, just flanking him. They wouldn't leave the side. And he's like, dude, there's someone at the pond. He's like, there's someone there. And the dog's just going fucking crazy. And now, like, I mean, my father-in-law is, like, putting up, like, now they're, they're, oh, dude, everyone is. So tonight, you know what I did? Dude, I marched through the woods. And I was like, come on, Gilly. I called him the, like, I was like, dude, you're the wood pussy. You're the wood fucking pussy hiding in the shadows. I was like, be a man, bitch. And I said, I'm going to hunt you with a gun and a knife, and I'm going to use the knife first and then the gun. I was like, I will fucking kill you because you're, you're threatening my family. Okay, like, If you want to hunt okay. hogs, you fucking hunt hogs. I'm telling you, Clint, tonight, right when you called, like, I've been out in the woods, dude. These dudes are in fucking ghillie suits, man. And I know there's three for sure. There's three. <laughs> I'm going to come out there. Dude. I'm, I'm serious. William, something's going on. Dude, I'm eight miles from where that dude died. I know. And I'm telling you right now, they said, hey, this dude, he was killed by a mountain lion. Don't let your animals or your kids out. Don't come near the area. No, dude, they're survivalists. took his body to fucking Tarrant County immediately. They're survivalists out here. Listen, but who is the motherfucker who died via a puncture wound to the neck? What killed that guy? Why would one of these ghillie suits? Why would the state agency be at each other's throats, <laughs> pun intended, over a report about a person who died? They're like, it's seriously like the sheriff's office was like, it was probably a mountain lion. Yeah. The game wardens 
independent trackers, and animal experts all come in, look at the entire area, and they're like, there's no evidence of any of that. Dude, I'm telling you. There's some no dude. Okay, every cactus that looks funny, every bush that looks out of place, for the like I'm shooting it, dude. Okay, so are you? I I am being. Listen to me right now. Like I'm being straight up. This is what I've been obsessed with: is that dude death in the woods that is being covered up for whatever Clint, reason. I've got. There's and there's so there's gilly it's it's uh it's uh survivalist in ghillie suits. I'm I fucking vampire survivalist in ghillie suits? No, uh men. Dude, they found he, he had puncture wounds to his neck. Dude, these dudes probably with an ice pick did that. Okay. I'm I'm serious, man. Okay. I just Dude, Clint, I, I, I work or t- tonight. I walk through the woods. Don't being rational about it. I'm being fucking serious. Rational because I believe that everything that you've experienced is true. I believe what the kids have experienced is true. What I'm telling you is, I just don't think it's survivalist in the woods. Because if it was a fucking murderer in the woods, they wouldn't be like, "Oh, it was probably a mountain lion." Look, we shot a mountain lion, and then nothing. Like, if you Google Christopher Allen Whitley, Mm -hmm. the amount of stories, like, this became like a global news event because it literally is so rare that a mountain lion would just jump out of nowhere, kill a dude, drink his fucking blood, and take off, which is what they're saying happened to this guy. And I'm telling you that none of it makes any fucking sense. And strange things happening to people in the woods with hate guy happen. They're banging the fence over here. I'm I'm not kidding you, dude. Hold on. Like they're out here, Clint. Like I, it, I mean, <laughs> man, I 100% agree with you that something's out there. I just, I don't know that. I, I think it's uh, dudes in a ghillie suit who drank the blood of a random a, a month ago. Yeah, I know. And that the people in the area are so terrified of that they would just say it was a mountain lion, nothing to see here. I mean. They, your your sheriff's department in that county, uh-huh. totally acted like Chief Wiggum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I live I live on you know on the Hood Parker County line. Like I can see the pavement, you know, but change. That's the thing. They didn't take it to the Parker County Medical Examiner's Office. They took him to Tarrant. Why would they do that? Some weird stuff, dude. Why would they be like, we're pretty sure it's a mountain lion attack? Whatever that even fucking means. Like, we don't live in 2021 now, and you can't find out what killed that dude, like, immediately. 
They said it's going to be three months before the autopsy report comes out. Yeah. It's about a guy that was killed and found by a creek with a puncture wound to his neck, drained of blood, next to your house. And you're yeah. telling me, you and your kids, and your wife telling me weeks ago, was waving at something in the fucking woods. That's the creepy part to me, Clint. For Betsy to be like waving into the woods. I mean, that's, you know, like, in the light of what's going on, like, since then, dude, I'm telling you, like, it's been, in, like, intense. Dude, this, uh, I got home yesterday, and, like, with a shotgun. Dude, I went ahead to load the shotgun. In the middle of the day, and me and Fisher walked around where he saw that dude. He's like, man, he's like, I was looking for footprints. I couldn't find any. Like, is the ground was somewhat soft, you know. There's no footprints, so, though. Um, William, you're, you see things in a way that other people don't usually catch them. What I'm trying to tell you right now is you're missing. You're missing it. We started this conversation talking about what the Crow Indian old people were afraid of. Yeah. The entire... Have have you ever seen a translucent person? Listen, the entire bit about the Devil's Creek... Yeah. ...is about things in the woods. Have you ever seen a translucent? Yeah, once when I saw Predator... And I've also read plenty of reports of people who have seen hunters who have seen weird shit in the woods, and that's the way that they describe it. Have you seen a person like you and me, but that's translucent? No. Okay. I've seen a person that was a puppet. I told you that. Yeah, we might need to talk about that one because I, I may have it. Okay. We have a cover-up occurring between separate agencies and separate counties. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's Hood, Parker, and Tarrant somehow all involved. And you and your family who live on a big swath of land in the middle of nowhere where I just spent a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So I'm very familiar with your area. William, there's no such thing as coincidence. And yes, I guess there could be three militant motherfuckers living in the woods who, uh, for some reason, stabbed a guy with an ice pick. And then, you know, the sheriff's department decided to say, wasn't a homicide, wasn't a suicide. The other state department said, no sign of an animal attack. Somehow these guys are that fucking brilliant masterminds of murder and apparently so scary that the shit kickers of West Texas wouldn't even go after them when they want nothing more than to hang someone. Mm -hmm. You're in the middle of the biggest mystery going on at the moment, bro. Dude, um... I chased him down and like tonight offered every piece of You sound like Dad Perry. You sound like Dad Perry right now. 
Dude, well, dude, do you call when you called? I don't even know what time it is, Clint. You didn't call. You didn't. I didn't. No, when you me. called me, like I just had sat I, down back by the house. I've been marching through the woods. Yeah. Like I have been walking through the darkness of the woods tonight, calling Gilly. There's there's people out here, dude. But when I say about the translucent, um, <laughs> dude, imagine if you had a suit that you could like a skin suit. Predator suit, man. Yes, it's like a like a like a ghost with complete human features, not like you know Casper. Dude, yeah, everyone I mean, would say I was fucking crazy. What I'm trying to tell you is the craziest thing about this is you actually thinking that it's people. It is. I don't think it's people. And so what I'm telling you is I'm going to come out and meet you tomorrow and we'll put some recorders up and we'll figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And Becca can't talk shit. <laughs> Today, I gave Becca like a revolver. I said, when you cock it, it's yeah. loaded. I mean, that's the point where, you know. Dude, your like, kids are obviously seeing shit. You're obviously seeing shit. I'm telling you, okay, let's say there are three survivalists who apparently are murderous on your land, yeah. uh-huh. then we have a gigantic story. Dude. Let's say all of this is happening on your land and it's not people. Then mm-hmm. we have a gigantic story. Yeah. You feel me? I do. Dude, I'm talking about like I'm coming out there and we're going to fucking film what the fuck is going on. When you actually go down and read all of the news articles about starting with the guy dying of the apparent mountain lion attack, none of it makes any sense. And, dude, I've spent 20 years working in the news business. I'm telling you, this is a blatant case of every single thing that they're saying makes no sense. Yeah. And if you're having experiences Right there, bro. Have we ever had the conversation about the missing 411 files and the people that have really strange experiences in the woods or, or the missing people in the woods? Someone's saying it on the fence. Like, it's, like someone's back here hitting metal right now. Okay, stop talking and just hold your phone up. Just stop moving. Hold your phone up. Hold your phone up in the air. You hear? No, but I'm asking you, if there's survivalists in the woods who are trying to remain hidden, why would they be banging a fence? Because I've been taunting them all night, calling them wood pussies. (laughs) I'm serious, dude. I'm not here with... Dude, I am walking through, like... Can you hear me? I can hear you, man. Okay, I'm going to put you on speaker. Hold on. You'll hear it. Hold on.
Okay, you there? Yeah, I'm here. It's just, you know, it's just really hard to hear on this end, but yeah. like, okay. Okay. like I said, I am recording. I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm hey, do it one more time, um, but you just be quiet, don't move, and then hold your phone up. Do it one more time for me. Okay? You want me to pull it up? Yeah, just stop moving and hold your phone up. I am. Okay, well, I can hear things moving around you. Yeah, dude, I'm like in like neck deep grass. Like I'm in the middle. I like I'm out in the fields, dude. Are you moving at all right now? Dude, I am standing dead still. Okay. Then just be completely quiet for 15 seconds. Okay? Okay. Go. You didn't make that noise? Dude, I'm dead, dead ass silent. Do you hear that? It sounds like something's walking by you. Like that. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, not, I haven't moved. Dude. Yeah, I'm about to. Are you still hearing the banging on the fence? No, I haven't since uh, I watched since I crossed through. They're here, dude. Hello. Are you walking right now? Yeah, I am walking now. I just kicked a cedar bush. It looks like it could have been a person. That's something to do tomorrow. Okay, so... Are you there? Yeah, but I'm here, man. Okay. So I'm I'm out towards the back of our property, which backs up to that cattle ranch. It's huge. Dude, I'm going through waist high brush. You hear me? Yeah. I've been telling these motherfuckers. I'm down in a creek. I'm in the creek right now. There's trees. Um, and there is something right here. I'm not kidding you. There's shit. You hear that? 
Indeed, I found him, Clint. Everything's predictable in Little River Town. Barges of tobacco, drinking straight Kentucky Brown. Mama's bunion swelling when there's evil creeping round like body snatchers. You know, she used to tell me she was gazing out at space. I can feel them coming down to pilfer and erase. And I should have told you the first time that I saw you face to face that you're. I sold my soul for something upon bumper hatches. Twenty years of lining down the tracks. Mama said, next time you see the body snatcher, tell them all they better get back. You better get Mississippi River Queen tries to play the same. This far down the river, you pretend you were changed. I'm the son of a son of a pioneer gun, I slather on the paint like a body snatcher. The nameless tombstones crumble or the graves of Cairo Kings. When there's high it covers everything And when the sun comes out of nowhere You can hear the birdies sing You're the body snatcher I sold my soul for something upon by bird hatches Twenty years of lining down the tracks Mama said next time you see the You better get back, get back, get back. You better get back, you body snatchers. Better get back, get back, get back. You better get back.
I guess if it was up to me, I'd probably let you live. But mama, when you cross her, she's slower to forgive. She'll stick you full of pins and leave you bleeding like a seal. Oh, body snatcher. So when you come around here, you best be waving something white. A pillowcase or a handkerchief ought to get the message right. And you ought to try not leaving things in the middle of the night. Don't be body snatcher. I sold my soul for something upon You better get back.